0: This is what we have to do every time. Even after a vote where people are sick and tired of the establishment, they're sick and tired of the squeezy middle of the road, squishy kind of Republican rhinos, and we vote conservatives in. Then we have to fight tooth and nail in D.C. to actually be heard within the Republican Party.
1: This is the voice of reason with Andy.
0: Oh Hoosier. yes, indeed it is. Welcome into it. It is a Friday, finally making it to the end of the week, my friends. Pat yourself on the back. You did it. Another week in the books. We're ready to rock and roll for another one. You scream ice cream. We all scream for ice cream. That's what it's all about. Wonderful to have you with us here on the program. It is The Voice Reason. I am Andy Hoosier, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station. We are all over the country, multiple radio stations, TV, live streaming, podcasting. However, you watch or listen to the show, your millennial general reporting for duty like we do every single day. And before we go any further, I have to thank you immensely. I promise I will get to every single one of them on my social media page, but there's like literally almost like 200 of them, so I I will eventually get to them, but thank you from the bottom of my heart for all the wonderful birthday messages today. Yes, Friday, October 13th. Friday the 13th in the great month of October, it is my birthday today. We finally hit 35 years old, and I feel like a 35-year-old. I don't know exactly what that's supposed to mean, but I don't know if that's good or bad, but yet here we are, ready to rock and roll for it. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you for the wonderful wishes. I appreciate those immensely. The family here on this program is absolutely wonderful, and I do see you all as truly just family, because uh, I could not talk on the radio without, like, gushing out what I feel inside, and the fact that you enjoy that, and you listen to it from the bottom of my heart again, very thank you very much. Welcome into it. Because of that, because of it being my birthday, and I feel like I want to do what I want to do on the program today, and because it is Friday the 13th, and because tomorrow is an eclipse, which is going to be really awesome if you're in the path. For the eclipse, I'm not quite in the path out of Kansas. We're close, so we might see something kind of neat, but won't see the full effect as it's going to be a little bit further south from us. And uh, tomorrow also being a new moon, which people are like, really, Indy? Really? Weird news of the day. We're going to have some fun on the program today with all the craziness going on in the world. So bottom of the hour, we're going to have on a psychic on the program. You like the diversity we have on this show? Just a couple of days ago, we had on the president of the Southern Evangelical Seminary with their ongoing conference this weekend. Uh, From that side of it, today we're going to have a psychic on. And can psychics foresee disasters and events that happen in society, like the attack on Israel that we saw just a week ago that's still ongoing? Like events like 9-11 can they foresee those things and can they help families through them so we'll have some fun with the psychic medium barbara Bandel. she's going to be broadcasting out of amsterdam she'll be joining us on a zoom uh, audio feed here in just a little bit at the bottom of the hour really excited to chat with her that being said as well i do really quickly before we get to our program for today i want to recap something that we did yesterday on the program again Uh, If there are the other side of the aisle that just lump in evil, hateful talk radio, yada, yada, and just don't actually listen but just assume that we're just an echo chamber, they would be far from it. You can see it from the guests that we had on a couple days ago to the guests we're going to have on today. Uh, We also had two guests back-to-back on Wednesday and Thursday between an individual that was exposing the corruption from the government during COVID-19 and our guest yesterday, another doctor from New York, that was talking about the quote-unquote misinformation And essentially regurgitating what we've heard the last couple of years, that if you don't go for the vaccine, if you didn't blindly follow the lockdowns, if you didn't go along with whatever the government said regarding the pandemic, then you were buying into the quote-unquote misinformation. So again... You can't say that we don't have a lack of diversity and that we don't reach out beyond what our echo chamber really is here on this program. And I'm very proud of that here on this show because we like to expand the bounds and actually challenge ourselves a little bit, challenge guests on the program a little bit and have some fun with some diverse thinking to make your cranium expand just a little bit more and make you go, hmm. And yesterday we tried to do that with a guest with his book that was talking about the misinformation being spread during the COVID pandemic. And I I don't think that he really cared for my stance on the vaccines. And for those that have listened to the program for any stint of time, you know that I've pretty much said, I don't really care. Get a vaccine. Don't get a vaccine. Doesn't really bother me. But I have not gotten my vaccines. I will not get my COVID-19 vaccines. And I have no intention of doing so because there are other alternative means of doing so. And when I said that, I was curious on what his response was going to be. And the response was about as typical, but actually more typical than even what I was expecting that kind of threw me off guard. And it was the typical response that really progressives have in politics, which is something for like other issues is that if it could only save one life, it could only help one individual, then it's totally worth it. Meaning we don't really care about your freedom. We don't really care about your personal choice. We don't really care about giving you proper information or all of the information for you to make the best choice for you and your family. Uh, on whatever situation this may be, whatever topic, but if it just saves one life, then it's totally worth it. And I had to smirk, and we didn't have time to respond to it on the show yesterday because it was right towards the end, but what other issue have we heard that on? Oh, yeah, like gun control? If we could just stop one shooting, it would totally be worth taking every single firearm away from every single citizen. In the nation, and taxes. If we could just save one life with a social program, then it's totally worth taking 80% of your income and taxing the rich because the evil rich people and we hate them, and so on and so forth. So it's the typical response of, well, it's our duty to save the one person to hell with the collective freedoms that everybody else has to make their own choices, and I found that quite interesting. So... Of course, they don't believe that in bo- abortion, but nonetheless, they believe it on every other issue that if we could just save one life, then it's totally worth it. And it was a typical response. So I, I, we didn't quite get to see an expansion of thought there, but it was definitely an interesting stance on something like the COVID-19 pandemic. So that being said, again, for those on the other side of the aisle, be like, hey, he's just a hate talk radio host. Well. Uh, I guess that's if that's what you want to believe, but you don't know much about this program, do you? Because we love the diversity on this show. And by real diversity, I mean actually talking to people that you may agree with, disagree with, or just find plain interesting. And that's what we like to do on this show. That being said, let's get into what's trending because there is a lot to talk about. What's trending today? And you ever have that moment where I'm not much of a gambler, but you ever have that moment where you go to the casino, your friends are like, oh, let's go in, you know, throw a few slot coins, the slot machines or whatever. So you go in there and you hit the dice and you boom, throw the dice out there, not expecting to win because it's gambling. So you're going to lose all your money anyways. And boom, man, you hit the jackpot. You make two grand, five grand, ten grand, however much you like to gamble. You hit that massive number. Never expecting it, but you hit that jackpot. Congratulations, my friend. The normal thing, the rational thing for many people to do would be to cash out and walk away. I made the money. I'm done. Boom, I'm out. But of course, you've already won. So now that you've already won, now you got to see how far the envelope can go. Can I win it again? Let's put a little bit more of that back in. Oh, I lost a little bit more. Oh, well, if I could just hit that jackpot again, it'll even be even bigger. Let's put a little bit more in. Oh, we lost again. And by the end of the day, you've lost it all again. Even though you won that jackpot, you walk away with absolutely zilp zitta nada. And I get it. It's the uh, the part of the brain where it's that addiction. I got to have it. I got to have it. It's going to be a lot of fun. And sometimes you're still prepared, and you're still prepared to walk away without anything. And if it's just pure entertainment, then all the power to you. It's still the pure entertainment. But for those that are like, I'm totally going to win this, and now I'm going to put even more in because I know I can hit that jackpot again, we have a problem. And that, my friends, is where I think we stand, unfortunately, with the Republican caucus and the House of Representatives. The conservatives, I'm here to tell you, you guys won. You guys won. And as much as conservative as I am, I'm about as conservative as you can get ideologically. You won. We got Kevin McCarthy out. You took a gamble. You took the risk. You threw the dice. I warned you about it at the beginning because guess what? We don't have a majority of conservatives within the Republican Party. So my big question was how are we going to nominate a more conservative speaker when we don't have enough conservatives to even vote to be willing to shut down the government during a financial conversation for a federal budget that's going to raise our spending massively by like $2 trillion or more. How in the world are we going to get a conservative majority to vote for a more conservative speaker if we can't even do the simple things in the House right now with the slim, very slim majority that we have? That was my concern. And guess what? The conservatives, Matt Gaetz especially, leading the charge, threw the dice. And we did it. We got out Kevin McCarthy. We showed some unity for almost a second. And I mean unity by the Republican Party now has to figure out who to find a leader is. But it was a bold move to make. And if it pans out with a more conservative speaker, then guess what? You won that roll of the dice. Let's be happy and let's move on. But apparently we can't do that. We're now walking even further down the line. We're now just seeing how far we can take this before we lose everything. And by everything, I mean we're going into a year away from a 2024 major presidential election and congressional races all over the country with a very broken Republican caucus that cannot unite on anything. Because if you have not heard the news, Steve Scalise, who won the majority to vote on for the speakership just a few days ago, and we were expected to have a speaker's vote on the House floor for everybody, for the Republicans to have a prime opportunity to unite, to show strength. We're going to unite behind Steve Scalise. We're going to rock this thing, and we're going to come in strong with conservative principles moving forward. Apparently that's not going to happen because there's not enough conservatives that are willing to vote for him, and therefore he has officially stepped away from the speakership nomination. So what do we have left? Now we have Jim Jordan, which is a fantastic candidate, and I hope he gets it. We're getting down to the wire, though, of... Are we still a unified party enough to do something in the direction of what we attempted to do here? Jim Jordan is one of those last candidates. And then a guy by the name of Austin Scott from the state of uh, Florida, I believe. Now, who is Austin Scott? Well... Apparently, he's nothing more than a rabble rouser.
2: Well, I think Austin Scott is serving a very particular purpose uh, in this race. Austin Scott, um, as was mentioned, is not anybody who has ever established himself as a real leader in the conference. But he is someone who has stood out as someone who gets very frustrated by the Freedom Caucus meddling in the plans. Um, He is as conservative as they come. But he was a regular visitor to the speaker's office when I was there coming in just uh, could not believe what the Freedom Caucus was doing that day to, to screw up what was going on. He's—I won't call him a hothead, but he runs—he runs, he runs hot—and and it's—it's it's very clear to me at this point. When Jim Jordan was about to be going into this this race without anybody challenging him, Austin Scott, I, I imagine, stood up and said, "I'm not going to let this happen." So I, I, I look at him more as a protest candidate, and any votes for him are probably less about voting for Austin Scott, they're the anti-Jordan votes. And it's going to be very interesting to see how big that number is. All
0: right. By the way, that was Brendan Buck. That was on Newsmax TV, or I'm sorry, MSNBC, as he was part of the Paul Ryan office when Paul Ryan was Speaker of the House. So you can see kind of where that angle's coming from. They're a very more moderate individual under a very moderate Speaker of the House that was Paul Ryan that did not do the Republican Party any favors when he was Speaker of the House. So we have Jim Jordan, who is the head of the Freedom Caucus, a solid conservative individual, the head of the Judiciary Committee, a guy that was endorsed by President Donald Trump, which would, you would think, unite a lot of the conservatives behind someone like Jim Jordan. But now the concern is the moderate votes, the moderate Republicans that won't get on board with Jim Jordan because he's too much of a radical. And the alternative to Jim Jordan is Austin Scott, a radical conservative but a guy who doesn't like the Freedom Caucus as a conservative. How many broken sects do we have within the Republican Party here right now? Because, guys, we're running out of time. There's only a few more rolls of the dice before we're a completely shattered House, and we're going to see Democrats take over this House of Representatives as a minority caucus in the House right now. And if that happens, we're in a lot of trouble in this dice roll that we did, the gamble that we did as conservatives to try and actually stand for something to make something happen in a very progressive manner, progressive meaning we're actually moving forward as a conservative agenda here, is going to go take two steps backwards and we're going to look damn foolish when the Democrats take over and we show how broken and ununified we are going into an election next year. This is getting bad.
1: This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Fighting for freedom every day. This is the Voice of Reason
0: with Andy Hoosier. Yes, indeed it is. Welcome back into it. 24 minutes past the hour. So we have the Republican caucus not being able to unite behind Steve Scalise after a majority of the vote. Some of the holdouts not liking him. And now we're back to square one, uh, who we're going to nominate as a Republican caucus for Speaker of the House. Jim Jordan is the next runner-up, and it sounds like he might get the majority. But now now we have the conservative candidate, But now the moderates are upset, and the moderates say that they're not supporting Jim Jordan. So now we have Austin Scott, this other individual, this radical conservative guy who hates the Freedom Caucus, if that makes sense. I'm not quite sure where that stands. Who's a rabble rouser. And is he going to be able to get the moderate vote? I don't know. Not really sure if he's going to be able to or not. So we're trying to figure out how we're going to win over the moderates and conservatives all at the same time. And we're not able to unite right now, showing our weakness, unfortunately, in dragging this out further than what it needs to be. I told you we had an opportunity. We had a great opportunity for us to do something really awesome with this. And we're, we're not making it happen. And my concern from the very beginning And if you go back, and when this first happened, we said this, my fear is that the Democrats are going to take hold because the moderate caucus portion of the Republican Party is going to be fed up with the conservatives, they're not going to want a conservative speaker, and they're going to be willing to cross the aisle and work with Democrats for a, I use this in air quotes for our radio listeners, moderate Democrats, to nominate a moderate Democrat speaker of the House, and then just say to hell with the conservatives. And we take five steps backwards even worse than what we had with Kevin McCarthy, which apparently Hakeem Jeffries, the nominee for the Democrats right now in their unified voice, said the same thing just uh, on the media today. And that's why it's so urgently necessary that the Republicans get their act together and elect the speaker from within their own ranks as it is the responsibility of the majority party to do or have traditional Republicans break with the extremists within the House Republican Conference and partner with Democrats on a bipartisan path forward. We are ready, willing, and able to do so. I know there are traditional Republicans who are good women and men who want to see government function, but they are unable to do it within the ranks of their own conference, which is dominated by the extremist wing, and that's why we continue to extend the hand of bipartisanship to them. You notice some of the terminology he likes to use there? the traditional Republican, the fringe Republican, the media is calling it the hardliner Republicans. Notice all the terminology there. This is very brilliant from the Democrats because and the media because this is how they're labeling everybody. If you're part of the conservatives wanting actual change in Washington D.C., then you're a hardliner. You're a fringe. You're a radical. You're a conspiracy theorist. You are a nut job. And they just go on and on and on. And this is the new mainstream words that they can label a conservative with as a hardliner or an extremist as opposed to a traditionalist. You're a Republican, but you're a traditionalist. You're willing to work across the aisle. You're willing to work with the socialist, left-wing, progressive side that wants all centralized power with the federal government, that wants all control over the industries, that wants all the centralized education, that wants higher taxes for everybody. You're a traditional Republican who just cowers and doesn't have a pair of huevos or doesn't have a spine because you just get on board with whatever we're doing. We like to work with you guys, and we're extending that olive branch for opening our big, beautiful doors, in the words of Donald Trump, the big, beautiful doors for everybody to enter. That's what they're offering for the moderate Republicans. And if conservatives, is, and again, as the most conservative guy that I am, I don't know if there are many more conservatives. If we're going to win, we have to be willing to take the wins that we have and run with it because we're already making a change. But if you bend it too quickly, too fast, we're going to lose. And we're going to lose bad. What have the Democrats done? They've done their progressive socialist agenda in increments for decades. We're not going to change it all overnight. As much as I want to and as much as we desperately need to, we have to take it. Steve Scalise was a decent candidate. Was he the best? No. Would I prefer Jim Jordan? Absolutely. But now the moderates don't want Jim Jordan. Who's the other option? I'm telling you. Stop looking foolish. This is absolutely ridiculous. All right. We'll shift gears a little bit have some fun when we come back for the last half hour with the program on a Friday the 13th here on The Voice of Reason. Stay here.
1: This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. When Reason Meets Radio, this is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Yes, indeed it is reason,
0: common sense, rationale. That's what we do here on the program. Welcome back into it. We'll continue our conversation about the Speaker of the House vote in a little bit, the broken Republican caucus, unfortunately, right now. How do we unite ourselves to move forward? How do we strengthen our caucus? Uh, Look, if we come out and we have a unified vote, and we get a speaker, and we hold the line, and we stand what we stand for, for conservative principles, then guess what? We're going to win. And we could do that, we could turn it around and turn the narrative around very quickly going into an election year next year. But right now, again, the number of dice rolls that we have on the gambling table are starting to run a little bit low. So just throwing that out there. Welcome back into the program. Always wonderful to have you. All right, I want to shift gears a little bit because we don't do this very often on the program because it's more of a political talk show. But it's Friday the 13th. It's Friday the 13th in October, which is even more awesome. It's my birthday. We have a cool lunar eclipse coming up tomorrow. We have a new moon that's going on tomorrow as well for people that... Enjoy that. I told you before, Andy, what is he talking about? I told you before I got into politics, I was going to go to college for astronomy and for physics. So that stuff intrigues me. I enjoy those things and I know that it affects a lot of people. And if you don't believe me, then just see the crime rates of the people that get arrested or all the crazy people in the world, whenever there's a new moon or a full moon, and that'll be your answer. So I figured that this is the perfect time to have on this next guest. And we may have to have her on for our Halloween episode, too, because uh, we'd like to have some fun conversation there. But let's do our weird news of the day. Uh, It's not really weird news, but it's entertaining news. Nonetheless, is can psychics and mediums, whether you believe or don't believe in psychics or mediums, but can they predict things or at least foresee things that may be coming? And can they help heal individuals that have been struggling with a traumatic event like uh, maybe the attacks on Israel that we're seeing or a 9-11 It's definitely a fascinating conversation. I am so honored, so happy to have on the program. She's been a psychic medium for over 25 years and coming out of Amsterdam, which is awesome, from halfway around the world. She is author of the book, My Most Memorable Psychic Readings and Personal Stories, plus exercises and meditations to expand and deepen your awareness. Happy to have on the program Barbara Bandel. Barbara, how are you today?
3: Hi, Andy. Thank you. What a lovely intro. Yeah. Uh, I'm Great and happy birthday to you!
0: Well, thank you very much. Is there anything significant about having a birthday on Friday the thirteenth for October? I, I, I'm wondering if there's something special there.
3: <laughs> well, I, I got my driver's license on the Friday the thirteenth, so I think it's a lucky number.
0: I think so. I think so. I love it. Uh, talk about. I, I want to talk about some of the stories that you have in your book about your their, your readings and what you've done, but some of the events that we're seeing today in the world which are catastrophic, obviously. I mean, we're, uh, we're seeing the attack on Israel. We're seeing the terrorist organization of Hamas. We're seeing governments begin to fall apart. We're seeing the lack of unity within, within groups that are supposed to be unified. Uh, is all this stuff happening for a reason, and do you think that we're seeing all of this right now for a particular reason with uh, things that may be coming soon?
3: Uh, yeah, and and um, I know this isn't a very popular opinion to have, at least in the Netherlands. Um, when you dare to speak up about certain things, your um, well, you, your your website goes down and everything. I don't know if it's the same in America, but um, yeah, I do believe that they're trying to um, um, get governments. <clears throat> Pushed in into a corner, and um, especially Europe, um, and it's really what what what's happening now, and it will last till two thousand thirty two, is really unprecedented.
0: It's going to last until two thousand thirty two, and this is all the global yeah. chaos that we're seeing right now. That you, that you think is going to last that long?
3: Yeah, it's going to last that long, and and then we can breathe again. Mm. Um, a lot of a lot of new um inventions will be made um that's that's a good thing about this decade uh, a lot of new things that can help us uh, but first everything has to crumble and and tumble down yeah and that's happening we're in the middle of it
0: yeah it's almost a good thing isn't it kind of a purging of all all yeah. the stuff there's a there's a theory that i've heard before uh for those that uh the, the those that believe in this kind of thing uh that there's a theory that in order for it to be good whether it's uh, a lot of people believe that we're in the end of days or the end of times prophecy yeah. or that we're going into a 5D world or however people like to view this stuff, that in order for us to move past that, we have to kind of rid ourselves and purge ourselves of all the really bad negative stuff in the world. And this is kind yes. of that coming to the surface right now, isn't it?
3: Oh, absolutely. And um, for a long time, I had the feeling that by the end of this month and maybe the beginning of November, that there will be a, a, a a crash um, of the Wall Street and it's going to be a big one Mm. and my guys are have been saying for a long time that 2025 will be like the peak um, and they're talking about chips in our neck Um, people are going to stand in line to have these chips in their neck I don't understand but maybe some people like it to have no life and and be told what to do so so many uh, a question for you Andy how many times did you have uh, in the past that you said omg when you heard something in the news i think maybe once a month yeah and and now it's almost daily a couple of times like no really this can't be happening
0: yeah. Very scary stuff or very just stupid stuff on how I, I'm surprised that it's even in the news because it's such a ridiculous yeah. conversation. But you're right. It is. You shake your head almost daily now just saying what in the world is going on here and how did we get to this level of conversation?
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's it's so important to stay sane, but with all the fake news and we're being bombarded with what's true and what's not, at one point you don't believe anything anymore. So it's so important to stay connected to our gut feeling because we all have it.
0: Yeah. You mentioned just a little bit ago about, uh, you know, people stepping in line to try and get a chip in their neck or in their body in some way, shape or form. And a lot of people believe that uh, from the Christian perspective, that it's, you know, kind of the mark of the beast and how we are concerned. And the fact that it's coming that quickly is concerning. Uh, But is there a a type of a a way to fight back or a way to expose that and at least not be part of that and what would that look like do you think
3: well there's going to be a tremendous pushback people who um let's say the first round they, they um swallowed everything that the news told us but slowly a lot of people are thinking wait a minute wait a minute something's off so there's going to be a tremendous pushback but it's like um, with the vaccines that some people took it, others didn't. Um, first there will be chip in the hand, and then one in the neck. And I think the people who want the chip in the neck will form their own community mm. because it's almost impossible to talk to people who won't have that chip because you're worlds apart.
0: Yeah. It's very scary. You're coming from, obviously, from the Netherlands and from Amsterdam. Uh, You guys are closer to CERN than what we are here in the United States. And I know that's been a big part of the conversation as well with some of the stuff that they're doing. Uh, Is that a cause for concern with what they're working on? And is that contributing, do you think, to some of the events going on right now?
3: Yeah, the things that are happening here are crazy. And and we seem to be like um, the land where they try everything and then when it's, um, when we accept it, it rolls out into the rest of Europe. But yeah. it's really uh, OMG all day long with the farmers and, and um, the crickets, everything. So, um, But the pushback, Andy, will be so tremendous from all over the world. So I really do believe we'll get out of this stronger
0: that is good news. I like hearing the positive side on this as well. We're talking with Barbara Bandel. She is a psychic medium. You can find her online at medium.com Also with her book that you want to check out, My Most Memorable Psychic Readings and Personal Stories. Let's talk about some of those, and let's talk about the catastrophes, the attacks on Israel right now, the ongoing conflict in Ukraine, going back to something like 9-11, and people that have been traumatized by these sorts of things through some of your readings and helping individuals how and can you, uh, can you help individuals that have been affected by these massive traumas that are going on globally on an individual level?
3: Some, yes, others, no. Uh, some people really need the help of a um, psycho- psychologist, and I'm not trained to do that. But others, it's just teaching them how to stay calm. Because I always say, your power, <clears throat> your power ends where your fear begins so helping you to stay grounded and and stay sane, put your phone away for an hour, don't watch the news do things you love that that can make a, a lot of difference actually
0: yeah uh, yeah, it is nice to get away for just a little bit. I had to upgrade my phone lately, and I'm kind of upset about it because I wanted to just walk away. I, I miss my flip phone. I miss some of the lack of technology, but it's hard to do that in yeah. today's times. When you work yes. with an individual, what, uh, what does that look like when you do a reading for them? What are they looking for usually? Um,
3: well, usually they're looking for um, the subjects I love and work um but also they want to connect with uh, with their loved ones who have disease so when a reading starts i don't want to know anything about my client only Mm. their first name and then i just start i close my eyes i concentrate and then i let the guides talk and i repeat what the guides say Mm. that's how i work and then usually most questions are answered but people can also um, ask me any question they want
0: sure Uh, It's a fascinating process to watch and I've seen a a lot of psychic readings and uh, now do you do as well, and we got about 30 seconds before we have to take a break here, but do you do as well like the hypnosis and people going under to look at things a little bit deeper?
3: Uh, no, I don't
0: do hypnosis. Okay. All right. No. Very interesting. Let's take a break here real quick. It's Barbara Bandel. BarbaraTheMedium.com is the website. Go and check her out. You can also see her book, My Most Memorable Psychic Readings and Personal Stories, plus exercises and meditations to expand and deepen your awareness. When we come back, I want to talk about a couple of those fun stories, plus with some of the other interesting news that's going on in the world today. Obviously, we're seeing UFO sightings. We just saw a Bigfoot sighting in Colorado. Did you see that one? Fox News ran that one. We'll have some fun with that. and maybe do a quick reading if we can as well if barbara's up for it we'll do all that and more coming up right around the corner for the last segment on friday the 13th baby it's the voice of reason stay right here
1: this is the voice of reason with andy hoosier Fighting for freedom every day. The voice of reason
0: with Andy Hoosier. right? it is freedom, reason, common sense. That's what we do here on the program. We're having fun on a Friday. Did you see this headline from Fox News? Bigfoot, man. There's a new video, and it's actually more clear than what we normally see because usually it's like, it's 2023, and you have like a, you know, like one of those 1920s cameras trying to take the picture of it we can't see anything this one they're on the train in colorado and for those that don't know that's where i came from was colorado originally about 10 years ago 12 years ago and it's really neat you have trains that go up into the mountains and just wind up and apparently there's this bigfoot just walking along the path right by the train and then sits down now it was the same color as a lot of the grass in the area so if you didn't notice it then you wouldn't see it there but he walked and then he just sat down right there Got it on video. Fascinating. So Fox News carried that one. You can go to foxnews.com or you can see it on my social media page. And I find that one kind of interesting. Right now we're hanging out. To, I know, fun show on a Friday, right? Having, I love this conversation. We have to have her back for Halloween. I think it'd be a blast. We're talking with Barbara Bandel. She is author of the book, My Most Memorable Psychic Readings and Personal Stories. You can find her online at barbarethemedium.com. Barbara, let's talk about for those that want to, like you said, try to be, uh, mentally healthy, try to clear whether it's meditation or prayer, really the same thing, just you know, calling it something different, uh, but trying to clear the mind, trying to focus on something, trying to talk to God uh, in a way or talk to the, your higher power, whatever you believe in for all the inclusive that are listening to the program. Um, what are your tips or what are your recommendations for someone to get into that mindset? Um, well, find
3: something that's clears your thinking that clears your mind and f- for some people it can be like listening to to their favorite music and just keep in touch with your body all the time you can feel when you're when you're overthinking and you, or you're overloaded by the news um, so do something that makes you calm mm-hmm. and walk in nature or just look at the sky look at the um, formation of clouds anything and you don't have to do it for, for hours. Just five minutes or ten minutes is, is enough.
0: Yeah. It's it's desperately needed, especially with, like we talked about before, with how crazy the news is sometimes. It's nice to step away from it, turn it off, and go and just clear your mind. Walk outside. Walk outside and enjoy the outdoors a little bit. Hear the birds chirping and the water rushing, and that just clears yeah. your mind uh, as well. Uh, we got a couple minutes left here, Barbara, and I don't know if you're up for it and if it's okay, but uh, to do a quick reading on just the world or on me or whatever is coming through right now. But uh, is there something that you want to say or that uh, you're feeling right now as we kind of wrap up the program for Friday the 13th today?
3: Um, Yeah, I want to talk about the world, if you don't mind. Yeah. It's your birthday, I know. But um, about the elections. Yes. Because I have a very good feeling that, that Trump has very good cards. Um, And at the same time, I fear for his life. So there is also a lot of um, news coming up about the um, child trafficking. So before the elections happen, it will be chaos all over. So people need to prepare themselves that the the news only will get worse and um, that you need to do whatever you can to stay sane in this insane world.
0: Yeah. Some great advice. So even with the attempts to try and go after his legal issues, the indictments, you're, you're saying that you're optimistic that it's not going to work and he'll still be in office at the end of the day.
3: Uh, Yeah, but they're trying everything to bring him down. That's not normal. Yeah. Um, and whether you are go uh, against or, or pro-Trump, I mean, it, it's not normal what's happening right now. <laughs> and I, I, I really hope he's going to win. Maybe I am um, um, not something I should say, but uh, you're I,
0: I you're think... in you're in you're in happy places here we're we're very very fond of him, so that's okay.
3: <laughs> okay, Pew <laughs> okay um so but but I know he has a good uh, team around him that will protect him very well. Um, but um like I said, they really don't want him to be president. They're yeah. so against him.
0: It's very strange. I don't get it. And with uh, with a lot of, like you said, the attacks on him, I think is a sign that there's a reason he needs to be in office and he needs to do what he yeah. needs to do to some degree because they are desperate for whatever powers that may be behind the scenes trying to make that happen. It's a sign of desperation, I think. It is Barbara Bandel. Go check out the book. and Go check out the website, Barberthemedium.com. Barbara, I love the conversation. Thank you so much for coming Me on. Too. I'd love to do it again very soon
3: yes you're welcome have
0: a great weekend you as well appreciate it very much a lot of stuff going on this weekend we had the solar eclipse hopefully you can see it in your neck of the woods wherever you may be listening to this or go and check out the new moon or just go outside and enjoy the cool weather start a bonfire and enjoy that fall weather until then we're back at it again on Monday thank you again for all the birthday wishes that we've seen on the social media we're back at it for our national show again on Saturday as well don't miss that one. Until then, be your own voice of reason. Be that catalyst for change. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is the voice of reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio.